Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast with your hosts, Rail Bricker and Lindsay Adams. Welcome back. Our special guest today is Joni Petty, coming to us all the way from Johannesburg in South Africa. Uh, Joni is a strategic facilitator for team performance, a keynote speaker and an executive coach. She helps leaders and their teams to re-energize in multiple ways. She loves people and is deeply curious about how people choose to think, feel and act. After handling difficult situations, she believes that we can always bounce back. In fact, in a rapidly changing world, we need to learn to bounce forward mentally, physically and with emotional agility. Now, I'm just going to share a couple of secrets about Joni because I'm, there's a lot of information here, but listen to this. She has run two Comrades Marathons in South Africa. Now, a Comrades Marathon is 90 kilometres long. She's run five of them and seven Two Oceans uh, Ultra Marathons. They're 56 kilometres long. Um, now, I'm, I'm an ex-runner and I am in awe of your strength and stamina, Joni. Welcome. Well, strength, stamina, and stupidity, because I don't think the body's designed to run that distance. (laughs) So I'm glad those days are gone. Uh, Okay. Now, um, I'm with you. Sadly, my running days are over. Uh, Now, we're here today, though, the important thing, we're here today to talk about the top five tips that help you feel on top form daily. So, Joni, tip number one, what do you got? Sleep is your superpower, Lindsay. So that's the non-negotiable tip number one, is to get not only the quantity of sleep you need, which, wait for it, is seven hours minimum, but also the quality of sleep so that you wake up with a bounce in your step and you feel refreshed and restored and your brain is firing on all cylinders. So it is something that we trade in often when we are running businesses, whether it be our own or in corporate is uh, we trade in our sleep, and it is seriously the brain's superpower. So I would say uh, there are kind of five little tips in the sleep is your superpower. The first is that um, you really need to end your day with a digital detox, and this doesn't go down well with people. Uh 60 minutes before you go to bed is switch off those uh, TVs, your mobiles, your laptops, et cetera, and give your brain time to kind of simmer down. You know, Lindsay, we often say, you know, use this analogy that our brains are like a big Boeing or Airbus. And actually, it takes a long runway to simmer down the brain before the end of the day. So 60 minutes is what I say. And then the second uh, sub-tip of uh, sleep is your superpower also does not go down well. And that is you should stop your caffeine intake. So your tea, your coffee, your green tea eight or nine hours before your head hits the pillow. Wow, okay. So, yeah, it's tough for people. And that's after people breakfast. Often, that's after breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Good, Rail. You have an eight or a nine-hour day. I like that. very nice. And then the third part of the sleep is your superpower that I like to have fun with is the boudoir is for three things only. So I'm going to get each of you to guess what, what you do in your boudoir and should only do in your boudoir. Sleep. Yes. Yeah, he dropped me in Go there. Um, uh, relations with your partner. Excellent. Intimacy. So sleep, intimacy, and reading, which means there's no watching TV in your bedroom. There is no being on your computer. There's no eating. So really keep that a sanctitude. And your bedroom should be chilly and cold and, you know, kind of 16 to 18 degrees Celsius or 65 uh, degrees Fahrenheit. And that really enables a good night's sleep. 
So these are some of the lifestyle habits that I see people are not doing well. And it's a game changer when you have a really good night's sleep and you wake up refreshed without an alarm. And that's the way our bodies are designed to to operate. Okay, so Joni, so we've done this, we've got our good night's sleep, which some of us don't, but we'll we'll just skip over that Work point on it. now. Good. Yeah. What is tip number two to help you feel on top form daily? Tip number two is the proverbial, what are you uh, putting in your mouth? So what are you eating? Um, and how are you nourishing your body to keep your immune system strong? And I'm sure Lindsay wants to know about this now. He's uh, fighting a head cold. So the eating part of how we nourish our bodies is particularly important. And um, I've got five little hacks that I use on a daily basis. The first hack is that I just kind of scan my day to think about what am I going to eat for breakfast, lunch, and supper. And there should be different colored foods throughout your day. So I've got a youngster, 23-year-old, who likes to have oats for breakfast, a white sandwich for lunch, and a pasta for supper. And I keep on saying to her, like, that's not six different color foods. So if you want to, you know, blanket kind of getting those macronutrients um, into your, your system, you want six different color foods. So that's the one thing I think about daily. The second thing is it's quite interesting. If you have a savory breakfast versus a sweet breakfast, is actually you have a whole lot more energy during the day. So I do that. The second Veggie thing that, um, yum, yum. Veggie mat is lovely, exactly. And uh, in South Africa, we've got a few equivalents, but I know the Australians never travel. I've seen them worldwide. Absolutely. In their backpacks, wherever they go. <laughs> we've got Marmite and Bovril in South Africa. So uh, that's a, a, a second tip. A third tip that my husband is not happy with that I'm insisting that we do uh, before our evening meal, wait for it, is to have a little shot glass of vinegar. Oh. And Joni, could we really just have a tequila and not a vinegar shot glass? And I go, no, no, no. It's going to be. Are you vinegar. talking apple cider vinegar? Any apple cider vinegar, else, So it doesn't. Yeah, I'm saying apple cider apple. vinegar. That's what you're saying. As a, that's as what a... you take. Okay. Yep. And the research is robust on that. So there's a fantastic woman called Jessie in Sharpsbury. She's colloquially known as the uh, glucose goddess. And she's done a lot of scientific research on this. So if you have a bit of a belly, which some of us get as we age, this um, tablespoon of vinegar or a shot glass of vinegar, any apple cider vinegar before dinner, actually helps lower the glucose curve. And it's just so simple and so easy to do. So that, uh, I mean, you could certainly do it before your lunch and your dinner. We just do it before dinner. And then also what we are doing as a family is um, after dinner, we're doing a little bit of exercise. And actually, that's really interesting. She, in her research, Jessie, speaks about 10, a 10-minute walk. In South Africa, in the dark, after dinner at 7 o'clock at night, we're not going for a 10-minute walk, you can imagine. <laughs> it's chilly, especially in winter. And even when it's not in winter, it's not a good idea. So we, um, we've got a mini trampoline, which is on our veranda. And you don't have to jump vigorously, but you just do a little bit of exercise. Instead of going from the dining room table straight to the couch and slumping, it's actually your body metabolizes better when you do a bit of exercise after those main meals. So eating is the next kind of uh, superpower. And I think people are less mindful 
about what they're putting in their mouths. So lots of processed foods. We know, I mean, this is a stat that I read last week. One billion people worldwide are either diabetic or pre-diabetic. And that's because of the sugar intake we have and the processed foods. It's very scary. Wow. Of course, that has a no effect on all sorts of other diseases. <clears throat> okay. So can I ask you a question? We're talking about food and you've mentioned the, the sort of three meals a day. Well, it depends if you treat the, the cider vinegar as your fourth meal. I'm not sure. But what about intermittent fasting? It's become very trendy the last few years. Absolutely. Really good question. And uh, I am an intermittent faster. And the, the trendiness is backed by science, Raoul. So it's a really good comment you make, is that the body is not designed to eat for all of these hours in the day. So again, I'm not slave to rules. I love the Socrates quote, knowing thyself is the beginning of wisdom. So I will not eat breakfast. Um, but, you know, when my tummy starts to rumble at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock in the morning, then I'm going to eat something and something savory. Intermittent fasting gives your body that time for autophagy, which means that all the rogue cells that could produce cancers or disease are the body self autolyzes. So it's a really healthy thing to do to intermittent fast. Very good idea. Interesting you mentioned apple cider vinegar, uh, Joni. Some years ago I was in Santa Barbara and I had the opportunity to meet Patricia Bragg. I don't know whether the brand Bragg apple cider vinegar means anything to you, but it's it's a huge brand around the world. And uh, it was an amazing experience to meet Patricia, go and visit her uh, at her uh, home office, which is like acres and acres of ground with all these little buildings and amazing. But that woman, she would not let on how old she was, but she had to be in her 80s easily. And she looked as fit as a fiddle. Um, absolutely incredible. And she attributes that to the apple cider vinegar. And guess which brand I use? The Bragg brand. It's an excellent quality brand. There we go. In fact, I was just wondering as you're speaking whether she's still on the earth. Anyway, I shall find out. Let's go to tip number three to help you feel on top form daily. What have you got? So this is the good old stress rogue. You know, everyone's saying I'm stressed, I'm overwhelmed, I'm fatigued, and it's, you know, not I'm not coping, Joni. So tip number three is such a simple tip, Lindsay, and that's around breathing techniques. So being mindful and intentional about saying, actually, yeah, my brain is kind of frazzled and I've you know, got too much to do in the last three hours of my workday. And am I going to get through it? And am I going to meet my deadlines, et cetera, et cetera, is that stop and using a specific breathing technique. So I came across this technique about nine years ago, and it's from Dr. Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A. He's got a huge website on all sorts of alternative health, and it's a simple breathing technique. So you breathe in for four, through your nose, so four counts, I should say. You hold your breath for seven counts, and then you breathe out through your mouth for eight counts. And I have to say, hand on heart, that I probably do that about four times a day. So I'll do it. I'll literally look at my diary, think, okay, I've got a few things to juggle here. Should I reprioritize? And I'll stand up, look down at my desk, and I'll just do two rounds of four, seven, eight breathing. And it completely, you know, gets the parasympathetic system that, you know, more calm brain 
activated. And we know when our brain is calm, we think clearly and we can reprioritize and problem solve and innovate and all that other stuff. So tip number three is a simple one. It costs you nothing. And it's something that you should integrate into your daily life and use as often as you can. Okay. So now I'm just going to take a deep breath and ask you for tip number four, for tips that help you feel on top form daily. Okay. Tip number four is um, second to sleep, my favorite, and that is movement is medicine. Now, I know both of you do move because I've seen you moving around the world and grooving. Now, I have seen you both exercising. And um, it's really it's really something that uh, has been lost in many societies. So many people I speak to around the world, sedentary lifestyle is a big problem. Um, and they've forgotten that actually our bodies are designed to move. So I'm not talking exercise and gym and running and the stuff that, you know, Lindsay was speaking about at the start. I'm just saying be mindful around the fact that your body is designed to move during your workday. So here's a stat is that if you sit for two hours or more, your good cholesterol goes down by 40%. That's a lot. So the body's not designed to sit for long periods of time. So I'm saying to people, my tip is actually set your mobile to go off between your meetings. So my meetings are normally an hour or an hour and a half. My mobile goes off and I get up and I do 10 squats or 20 squats. I just do small macro movements during the day. And I have found that my brain is far sharper in the afternoon if I've done these macro movements during the day. So movement is medicine, and uh, the World Health Organization says at least 20 minutes a day of elevated heart rate. So whatever you do is uh, you could splice it up during the day, or you could do the proverbial 10-minute walk in the morning or the evening, but it's all around how do you move to uh, make sure that the whole circulatory system um, is working, and you get that fresh oxygenated blood to your brain to think better and to be sharper. Well, so, I know that you've got a home gym and you are very good at using your home gym. So movement as medicine is second nature to you. Well, it is. But I was, you, when we were in Malaysia together, you were carrying your skipping rope without the rope or whatever, however you defined it. Do you want to share that? And, and because we're not showing the video, you're going to have to describe it. Okay, I will indeed. Actually, I'm very excited about my cordless skipping rope. And thank you for remembering that. Because it is, you know, I want to create a worldwide movement on uh, how to bounce forward after change, challenge, or adversity. And if you have a cordless skipping rope on your desk, no matter how messy your desk is, and believe you, I'd hate to show you mine, it's very messy, is what you do is in between your meetings, is you can stand up, you grab the handles, and I will describe what it looks like. You grab the handles, which is, just looks like an ordinary skipping rope, but the length of the skipping rope is about 20 centimeters. So it's short. At the end of that 20 centimeters is a weighted ball. So as you stand at your desk, you skip on the spot. There's not anything going under your feet. It's just happening in your hands. But you've got the sensation that you do have a, a long skipping rope. It's not interfering with your desk. And I'm fairly fit. But I can only skip actually probably for about a minute. And then my heart rate's, you know, way high. <laughs> yeah, <man. And laughs> so it's those micro movements. So I've now, um, Rail, I've actually um, 
through Alibaba, done a lot of research on quarter skipping ropes, and I'm now ordering um, a thousand of them that have got a little counter because people like to measure what they do. And uh, I want to, um, certainly in all my corporate clients, make sure that they each have a cordless skipping rope on their desk as a visual reminder. And the fact that movement can be so easy, so quick, and so macro during the day, it doesn't have to be a big deal. Um, that sounds uh, really, really interesting. Um, okay, round us off now. Tip number five, bring us home. Okay, so tip number five is um, time for fun. We're just finding that uh, people are kind of, you know, lots of work, lots of big goals, etc. But if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So what are you looking at in terms of daily, weekly, monthly, or even for the next quarter, where you're going to inject fun in your life? And um, it's important for the brain. It's important for work-life integration. I never call it work-life balance because there's no such thing. But it really is about saying, actually, when we're having fun and we're feeling joyous, um, even on a work day, we are 20% more productive. And that's the brilliant research um, done by Sean Acor and the Happiness Advantage. So actually, last night, I wrote an article for LinkedIn and it was all about, um, I used the Bangles uh, song from 1986. Do you guys remember it? Called uh, Manic Monday. Oh, yeah. 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 So I used that, the lyrics of that song. And I just said, actually, Mondays don't have to be manic. They can be fun. So, you know, because they say in the lyrics, the Bangles, you know, Sunday is my fun day. Actually, what are you doing daily to plan for fun? So that's the last tip. You know, and I make sure that on a Monday, I either midday have lunch with a client or lunch with a friend, a power hour lunch, or I have some fun activity planned. So Mondays are productive, but they're also some fun. Monday nights could be date night with your significant other. It could be movie night. Um, I'm actually finding that socially people are not organizing and planning. So I'm going, okay, let's do movie nights as mates on a Monday night. And it's, you know, invariably there are no other social engagements. You meet at the movies, you know, often we'll go to, you know, the six o'clock show. So it's an early night and um, you just, you know, you've had a quick drink beforehand, you go to movies and then you've seen people, but you also had some nourishment for your brain. So plan for fun is that last tip. So that's actually, a, I mean, it's interesting how my team have embraced that. So we had a, an, in, a, an internal badminton league and none of us could really play badminton. And a couple, about a week ago, we all went to play pickleball, um, which was interesting. It was, I felt like I was being manipulated on a table tennis table as a full-size man because it felt <laughs> like it playing with these paddles. But but that's how we integrate the fun into the team. There's always photographs up in the office and, um, you know, have lunch together most days and particularly on a Friday. So, yeah, we've, you know, culturally built that in for many, many years. So, Joni, I mean, that's been a fantastic conversation about the top five tips that help you feel on top form daily. If people want to pursue it or get a, a cordless skipping rope from you, uh, how do they go ahead? How do they get hold of you? And what's the best way to make contact? So my website, well, www.resilientpeople.co.za. And on that website, there are little sleep quizzes. So if you're worried about your sleep, take that quiz, uh, a little culture diagnostic. Um, 
and all sorts of other fun blogs. So very, very practical ways of enabling yourself to bounce forward. How do you change your thinking, your feeling, and your actions? Well, Joni, it's important to have fun every day, but sadly, the fun is over. The podcast has come to an end. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Well, you are great fun to be with, as we saw in Malaysia, and I look forward to seeing you in America soon. We will do that for sure. Um, And this is Lindsay Adams signing off for another edition of the Top 5 Podcast coming to you from Brisbane, Australia, and my colleague, Rail Bricker, in Perth, Western Australia. Goodbye for now.